2: This is exciting, isn't it? It's very exciting. Series three, we're back. We made it. And Georgia got knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully I've had the baby. <laughs> by, by, by this point. Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Let's
3: fingers crossed. But currently still pregnant. Currently I am. Excited? Very pregnant.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I'd like, I'd like the baby to stay in for another week or so, but let's see how we go. And how great was it this year? Baby on the way. Silver British Podcast Award. Oh, I mean, let's not bang on yeah. about it. Actually, maybe we should have a different intro. Maybe it should be like, welcome to the room, the award-winning <laughs> Zoe Hardiman and Georgia Davis. I think people would switch off. <laughs> we won't tell you about it again, but it was a very exciting night. Not
3: only that, but we've got so many incredible guests lined up for this series. I can't wait to get into those conversations, but we do need to get on with today's chat. Georgia, you are looking an absolute
2: vision in mellow yellow. <laughs> we've decided we're calling it. <laughs> we don't really know what this color yellow is called, so pastel yellow. Pastel yellow it is. Um, um you look beautiful. Thank you. I'm into 37 weeks pregnant now, so yeah. I mean, on you, the home stretch now, just a few weeks to go. I mean, you're really looking glowy, is the word I would use. <laughs> so
3: beautiful. I did thank say to you, me. are you the most beautiful pregnant woman ever? Because you're, you're, you're rocking it, G. Oh,
2: thank you. I like this stage when, like, no one can really, you can't disguise that you're pregnant. No one can think you're just. No, no, definitely not, bit... mate. I <laughs>
3: know, <laughs> oh, I've
2: just had a really big courage. No. How are you feeling? Good. I feel good, actually. I mean,. Practically, I'm not prepared at all. My hospital bag is not packed. The nursery is not ready. Um, I don't have any nappies in the house. Um, Georgia, none of that stuff is done. What about mentally? Yeah, mentally good actually. Um, this is the this is the best I've felt. I've been quite open with this pregnancy. How I've felt really different. Mostly, I think it stems from the fact that I'm an only child, mm. and so I have never really had that sibling. Thing you know, like what the relationship and what the dynamic is. So, I've been trying to get my head around Axel having to share me and my husband, um, and that has made me feel guilty at times like, really, yeah, really guilty just because I rely on my parents so much, as you know. Um, I'm really, really close to them, and I can't imagine what my life would be like if yeah. they had to, you know, if I had a sibling and they had to split their time. And so, so, I just was looking at Axel, thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do all this for you." So, is it a feeling of uh, Have you been grieving slightly? I don't know if it's grieving. I think it's just getting my head around the fact that he will have a sibling mm. and I don't. So his life, not is going to be different, but almost well, it will be. Yeah, it's really it's, different. It's different, and that, but obviously, I wasn't really looking at the positives. Mm. I mean, I've only just started looking at the positives now. I think it's completely
3: natural. I did exactly the same. um, But I really felt sad for a while. Mm. I mean, I I just, every time I looked at Luna, I couldn't believe that I was going to be breaking this bond between her and I. I had a real, real, it really got into my head. It really started sort of... I don't know, it's bringing me down. and It was, like, uncontrollable, those feelings. And it lasted for quite a long time. And I remember me saying to you that I felt I couldn't bond with Bump. Are you bonding with Bump? Yeah,
2: I wasn't, definitely not. But the last... I I reckon the last two months... Um, I I have I've got my head around it also just speaking to other people Mm. you know making me feel better about feeling like that Mm. Um, and the fact that it's quite normal to feel like that has made me feel a lot better Mm. and then again just watching Axel oh he's he's a bit older now He's a lot more like sociable, chatty. Yep. And I just look at him and I think, no, do you know what? You really need a sibling. He absolutely
3: does. And yeah. it, it
2: will be one of those
3: things that happens very instantly for him. He will literally not be able to remember a time without her. Yeah, And that exactly. would be so amazing for you to watch. Like, one of my happiest times in the house is when I see Luna, Kit and Isla playing together. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just they're, i just know they're going to be little best mates growing up um, and apart from yesterday when luna headbutted kit <laughs> headbutted him it was almost like she was trying to knock him out
2: oh my goodness so she loves
3: him about 90% of the time i would say
2: <laughs> i'm trying to like think of when they'll actually get to a stage where they'll want to play together because it's it, going to be nearly 3 years different yeah. so which g- is quite well, not big. Obviously, it's not big at all. But It's about a year. Baby, She'll be about a year old and they'll be able to play together. And yeah. that'll be
3: lovely. Yeah. So hang on in there. Well, listen, this week um, we spoke to somebody who has been kind of, I guess, well, she's been on our TV screens for a long time. She you has. and I are both big fans of this woman. She's fantastic. We really respect her honesty. She is very outspoken. She's very raw. I love her Instagram posts. She's yes. got a massive
2: following. She's fallen in love again she has she well when we spoke to her she was pregnant with her third child but (gasps) now he's here we can't (laughs) believe it we went round to
3: her house and she was heavily pregnant but she said she was kind of a few weeks away and that she had
2: a bit of time to kind of finish off because she was doing loads of diy yeah she was doing loads of diy i think the day that she went into labor she was actually due to be on loose women right she hadn't finished up for maternity leave yet
3: no and she is on this week's podcast
2: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
3: So it's a sunny day and Georgia and I have got in the car and we have come to a secret location, although not that secret. (laughs) We know
2: where we're going. It's actually five minutes from my house. five minutes from Georgia's (laughs) house.
3: Um, Today we are chatting to... um, she found fame on a very, very, very well-known TV show back in 2008. Nine. Nine. <laughs> um, she is a singer. She's a television presenter. She's an author. She is a mum to two amazing boys. She's soon to become a mum to a third little baby. We don't know what sex yet.
1: It's Stacy Solomon! Hello. Hello. That was a lovely intro. <laughs>
3: I'm
1: known for them. Uh, thank you so much for inviting us to your home today. It's no, beautiful. thank
3: you so
2: much for
1: coming. It, I'm very lazy at the moment. Um, <laughs> you're allowed to be lazy
2: right now. I although, don't know. actually, you were drilling when we got here, so I don't think you're being that lazy. When, when
1: your son said, yeah, no, come in, mum's just upstairs drilling, we were like, what? <laughs> what were you doing? I just said, uh, trying to get all the DIY done before we have the baby, so I'm in that. Very much so the nesting stage where I needed a toilet roll holder. Do you know what I mean? And you just yeah. think I cannot. I've been losing sleep at night thinking about how I don't have my toilet hole holder dri- <laughs> uh, to toilet roll holder drilled into the wall. So today was the day. Isn't it amazing <laughs> how
3: when you become pregnant you just want to start getting everything done. Just getting it's the terrible. shit
1: done. Do you know what I do feel like that most of the time but I don't have the get up and go to actually do it. Yeah. I think, oh I'd love to do that and I need to sort out that one kitchen drawer that is just full of nothing oh, but God, everything. Oh it's annoying. Oh it's terrible. And I never have the get up and go because everything else comes first but pregnancy gives you that boost it does to yeah <laughs> like I am ripping everything out and starting again
2: <laughs> have you done anything not, not even just in this pregnancy but in your last pregnancies that you think oh my goodness why did I do that like I've yeah. I, I threw away so much stuff like in my last pregnancy that I think Oh, That's wow. Cuz you never thought you were going to get that. did I the baby. No, when I was pregnant and oh. like emptying out wardrobes and stuff and I just couldn't be bothered to take stuff, you know, like to sell it or anything. Yeah. I threw away some really expensive stuff and I think, what on earth? Why I, would you do I, that? I am slowly taking over
1: Joe's stuff. So <laughs> I really like all of what I've got. <laughs> None of it's being thrown away. away. So it's staying. Um, but Joe's, well, Joe is like Johnny Bravo, I call him. He has this wardrobe that had 10 of the same T-shirt and 10 of the same jeans. So I've just been sort of narrowing it down to the cleanest ones with like the, the most white, white T-shirts. <laughs> the ones with the least holes in exactly. jeans can stay. And, and then passing them on and trying to recycle. <laughs> Love it. Um, now let's
3: talk about this pregnancy. Congratulations um i just kind of want to know you know kind of you know was baby planned and and was that how was that conversation with Joe and kind of like i guess the infancy of when you guys started to think about having a baby together
1: yes um we we planned for this baby for quite a long time probably about 2 years we were talking about it before we decided to go ahead cuz we've got children already they are our absolute priority and we just wanted to make sure they were completely settled and ready for a whole new dynamic that's why i think i've waited so long in between i mean my youngest is seven Mm. so i really wanted to obviously be completely sure that it was the right time and that everyone was happy for things to change because it will change inevitably um so yeah we were planning for a good two years i would say and then we started trying yeah so it was all it was something that we were making a real conscious effort to do because we really really wanted to expand our families Mm. I can see, having sort of stepped in the room, that the boys are a total priority
3: for you.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
3: you know, they're su- they're such great kids already. How are you feeling about getting back into the mix and having a newborn? Because the boys are pretty much self sufficient, right? Mm. I know. Well. They just made you
2: some. One of them just made you some toast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> that is why I
1: had children so that they could make my breakfast for me. <laughs> um, no, do you know what? I have incredible boys. Joe and I have incredible children, and I'm so grateful that they are so lovely and brilliant and helpful and just they make my life so much easier and they're brilliant. I am in two minds, I think, about having another baby. Um, obviously, this is what we want and we're really excited and elated to to be going through this. But also, there's definitely moments when I think... Oh, it's been the three of us, as in me, Zachary, and Layton, for such a long time. Mm. It is quite daunting to think that that whole trio will soon be four and it will be completely different. And I don't know, little things like I was holding their hands the other day and I just thought, I don't have another hand I only have two hands and no. I don't want to let go of my oldest one it's just the weirdest Aww. stuff it's just silly things I mean the baby isn't going to be holding my hand for a good year or two so.
2: <laughs> and yeah. Zach is 11 and probably is sick of holding my hand. That's a so, good transition when he goes to secondary school doesn't want to hold your yeah. hand you'll have another hand. It's, it's <laughs>
1: irrational but I definitely have those moments where I'm like oh it's quite mm. a sad. it's the end of an era I yeah. guess and I think that is quite a big Thing. Mm. and i didn't think about that prior to being pregnant i've only thought about it sort of now uh, coming up to the end are you finding yourself uh,
3: having sort of more special times with them or, or kind of making more time to do things with both of them is there yeah. a sense of
1: nostalgia definitely i've been trying to take them out individually as well to get some real alone time with with both of the boys you know they've been zach's been a big brother for seven years um Layton's never been on his own as a a sibling. So I'm trying to sort of get in those times where I really let them know that I'm there if they need me and I'm theirs and they can have me to themselves so I don't Mm -hmm. have to spread myself thin, they've got me. So I'm sort of really making a conscious effort. I don't know if they're enjoying it,
0: to be honest. (laughs) What's all this extra time with mum? I don't want that. Oh god. This is annoying. My eldest
1: calls me a smother because he's like, you just smother me. You're all over me. You're a smother mother from some TV show I think. Um, So yeah, I'm sure that they're not ecstatic about how much time I I, I did it. Him. I did it with Luna. Did when you? I knew, yeah, when
3: I knew that, you know, when Kit was, when the when the birth was approaching and I was, I was reaching full term, I just went into this very emotional state of looking at Luna and constantly wanting to hug her and constantly yeah. wanting to touch her and tell her that I loved her. And yeah. I, I was crying endlessly because I felt like I was taking away the bond between her and I. And I think it's a very natural feeling to be like, you know, you don't want anything to change, but you yeah. know that it is going to change and yeah. you want it to change. But it's all very confusing. It is
1: really confusing. And also, I think Leighton's at an age, my youngest, where he's transitioning into from being a, a small, young child into an older child. And obviously, when I first got pregnant, he'd just turned six. Mm-hmm. And now he's seven. Well, he, he was six and now he's seven. And I know that doesn't sound like a massive change, but for me, I've really noticed a change in him. And it's actually been difficult to let him go and become a grown-up child Mm. so I was still carrying him you know if we went on a really long day out I'd bring the buggy and chuck him in there and let him go to sleep and stuff and I haven't been able to carry him obviously since I've been pregnant and cut and pick him up and take him up to bed and all of those things that kept him my little one yeah have stopped happening and I think that has been really emotional sort of letting him go and him becoming an older child oh, but no. has he done that by like mm.
2: himself or do you think it's he been has. a conscious
1: thing yeah he did he, he has no he has noticed change because he said to me oh mummy, you haven't um carried me since you started growing our baby and so he's definitely noticed that I'm less I can be less hands-on with him because we're having another baby. Does he
3: say growing our baby?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's how I probably brainwashed Aww. him to say yeah. it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so I, I take him swimming a lot now. That's my, like, guilt yeah. easier. Yeah. I take him swimming loads so I can put him on my, like, round my waist and wrap him round and carry him round the pool. That's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so he feels like he's getting a carry. It's so silly. <laughs> no, it's I mean, not. it really, I mean, come on, it really it's, is. He's been your baby. It not,
2: it's not. It break, literally breaks my heart every time, especially at the moment, Axel's like, mummy picked me up and I'm like, oh, I really can't. So I've actually started holding him like, on my back. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, And then I'm like, piggybacks. is it
0: safe? Am I doing yeah. the right thing?
1: But then, you know what? you just got to do what you got to do, yeah. haven't you? And, I know. And it is, you, you want to be considerate and you just want to do the right thing and ultimately as parents, all you want to do is your children to know that they're unconditionally loved Mm. and you'll always be there so i guess that's all you can do we will beat ourselves up till the cows come home otherwise it's just not i have to constantly remind myself that it's not worth the guilt yeah it really isn't i'm doing a great great job we're all doing a great job we're blooming well doing whatever we can to give our children the best life that they could possibly have in whatever way that 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 is We're, we're doing our best and i think that is all you can do isn't it
2: yeah absolutely it's such
1: a
3: lovely message to say and out to parents as well that that guilt that guilt emotion it's just not worth it you can't because whatever you do you're going to beat yourself up about it you're going to think it's not good enough but actually like
1: you said we're just trying to get through survive and do the best yeah. by our kids i mean the thing is is you're gonna feel it so you have to accept it and go okay i'm gonna at times feel like i'm not doing the best or i could have or i should have or i would have but it's not pr- productive mm. it's not going to get me anywhere it's not going to make me any of a better parent i'll accept it and i'll go okay i feel a bit guilty today and i feel a bit rubbish but I won't let it consume me because I know ultimately my intentions are always good yeah you know, even if I get something completely wrong I've gone in there with the right mm. intentions I'm not trying to you know mess up my kids I'm trying to do the right thing yeah. so you've got to give yourself a blooming break
2: yeah, at some point exactly.
1: point. and talking about
3: your emotions you've obviously spoken very openly um, about your I guess anxieties and your fears how have they been this pregnancy and uh, you know have they kind of reared their their, their ugly head
1: I guess yeah I mean, hormones for me do not help with my mental state of mind. (laughs) It's just they go hand in hand in fueling one another. As soon as I get extra estrogen or progesterone, I'm literally anxiety central. But again, you know, I've tried really hard not to wish my pregnancy away because... I, want, I, I don't know if I'll have any more children yeah. I you know so I want to enjoy it I'm lucky enough to be pregnant again so I don't want to wish it away but I do find it very difficult the the imbalances in hormones the changes in hormones I find mentally very difficult
2: and if you had that with all three of your pregnancies yeah all of yeah. them
1: I would say that later my middle was probably my most stable where I was more I was definitely more Wow, everything's so shiny and wonderful. But Zachary and this one, I would say my fear. You know that parent fear? I don't know if anyone else gets this, but when I had Zach, I got like a parent fear of immediately I just felt responsible for a human being. Yeah. And I felt that if anything happened to me, Mm. what would my child do? And it really accelerated this whole new anxiety thing that I'd never, ever felt before, and that was at 17. I felt a bit more stable as life went on and I didn't... keel over and die that I trusted that that maybe that wasn't going to happen you know just the fear of dying yeah I think it's the fear of leaving my children without somebody I think as a single parent as well you feel that a lot more maybe you don't you know because when I was in a relationship and I had late and I still felt that but it was less yeah yeah. Um, I
2: think I think it's natural that you would feel it more if you feel like you're on your own I don't Ooh. know Definitely. it's just that maybe yeah.
1: I'm like I just cannot leave them and also selfishly I don't want to i want to enjoy them for the rest of my life you know all of those things those dark thoughts that you can usually sort of go oh don't think about that i was unable to when i had zach and i think the vulnerability of labor and giving birth and going through that trauma made me feel like my body wasn't a superhero i Mm -hmm. think throughout my teenage years I felt like I was invincible yeah and labour was like I'm definitely not
2: invincible that was and also yeah I guess at 17 you wouldn't have like heard too many stories about it like you know as as we get older we've got loads of friends who've had babies and we know what we're going to go through and we're a bit more prepared for it but I guess when you're a lot younger you wouldn't have had that
1: but also I think 10 years ago 11 years ago things were really really different people didn't want to tell you those stories now we have podcasts and we have loose women and we have, I yeah. mean we had loose women then, but people didn't want to hear those kind of details about birth because they don't want to scare people. I think yeah. a lot of a lot of it comes from a really good place they didn't want anyone to feel you know, anxious or nervous going into labour. What's the point in that? But there wasn't very much awareness about what happens and the different scenarios. And someone's going to have their hands up your vagina, <laughs> you know, like, and you don't want them to. And you're probably going to. You know what? On I them. don't want to know that. And <laughs> I like, already know that. No, I don't but remind you know, myself. like they're, they're they're not the things that people spoke about when I had Zach. So yeah. I did go into it completely blind. I, my advice was: it's painful, but it'll all be amazing in the end. You'll forget mm. about it, and you'll get this overwhelming feeling of love. And wonder when it comes. What did out. happen? Oh, I just wanted toast, and I didn't even want to see my baby. When yeah, when I had Zach, I was in labour for a good three days. I went two weeks over. Wow. Um, in the end, they gave me a spinal to take me down to theatre, but the anaesthetist wasn't around. To oh. he had to go to an emergency, so they forcepsed <sighs> Zach out, cut me like every which way, mm. and forcepped <sighs> him out. And I don't even remember. Them stitching me up and all of that stuff. I remember them trying to give me the baby, and I was like, no, I'm hungry. Because <laughs> I couldn't eat anything for quite some time because they'd put the, the yeah. drip in me. Yep. Um, and yeah, and then they left me because it was 23.32. I remember the exact time. It was 23.32. And then everyone had to leave as soon as I gave birth because back then they didn't let anyone stay overnight with you, not even your mom. Not even your partner. No, well, mom. my partner, we weren't yeah, together, were. so there was yeah, no one was allowed on the ward. I can't believe, I can't believe that they that didn't mum stay. Yeah, that is terrible. So I was left in like, and you can, you're in curtains, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So you're sort of just left hearing everyone else's babies crying and yours is crying, and <sighs> I was just like numb from the waist down. I couldn't go to the toilet, oh, or Stacey. I thought I couldn't, but I was <laughs> yeah. just all in myself. <laughs> and then yeah, and then um, woke up without the epidural or spinal or whatever it was they gave me and was like, ah. What, what were the months like after that? Um, I would say for a good three months, I really, it's really fuzzy. I don't actually remember very much because I don't think, I think my brain blocked out that the aftermath was the trauma for me. Even though the birth was the trauma, the aftermath I think was even worse. Um, sort of like my mum used to come around and, and help me with my stitches and, mm. I couldn't sit down for quite some time, and I could. But but then I couldn't stand up because I was so weak. It was a really weird time, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have any feelings towards my baby, which sounds really horrible. No, no, we hear that a lot. Actually, we we talk about it a lot. I hate saying it because me and Zach have had the conversation, and, and and because he's older now, I feel that I can sit and talk to him and explain to him things like that and I feel that I have to because I've been so open about my experiences I wouldn't want him to read it Mm. online or his friends to say it and and that makes me feel horrendous so yeah we've had those conversations and um I just didn't feel anything Mm. and I don't think I felt anything for anyone not particularly just the baby just for life for anything you know when you're just sort of numb and it took quite some time before my mum said to me you know what Go away. So she sent me, um, well, not sent me away, but she said, go away, go and spend some time with your friends when he was about three months old and remember who you are mm. and what you were before you were pregnant and had a baby and teenage mum and whatever, and then come back because I was starting back at college in September. And it was that sort of like leaving the home and leaving the baby that was the only thing that got me. To remember who I was yeah. and to be able to actually face what had happened mm. and to become the parent that I needed to become for Zachary. Um, but yeah, so it really was. So, what
2: did you do in that time? Where did you go? Did you. So, my friends, me and my friends went to
1: Cos. I think it was like <laughs> the cheapest place we could go to at the time. And yeah, we went for like four or five days. I can't even remember now. And just went mad and silly and got drunk and mm. went out and yeah. And I remembered what it was like to be a teenager again. You know, I'd spent like my 18th birthday as a pregnant, breastfeeding, like, or whatever whatever I was. Um, So, yeah, it just wasn't what i expected i think um i think that actually happens
3: at well it, it can happen at any age yeah, that, yeah. That you have yeah. This, this really this this really big life that you're leading and then you have a baby and nobody really prepares you for that aftermath like i went a very similar birth to you and you know it was a real trauma for me and i suddenly felt like i was grieving the loss of my life and i was like yeah. i don't know who i am now as a mother i don't know What I like, I don't know how to sleep. I'm not eating properly. I'm supposed to have this overwhelming sense of love, and I don't know, Luna. uh, You know, it was. I felt quite similar to you. I really did struggle with it, and it's actually uh, nobody really prepares you for that moment. You're just supposed to get on with it because you're now a mother. But it actually sometimes it doesn't click like that for certain people. No, No,
1: and you're right. It can happen at any time. I've Mm. interviewed so many women who have had the perfect. Setups and been in horrible situations or been in great situation, And it doesn't, your circumstances aren't relevant, your um, ages are relevant, mental mm. health is mental health and it's it has no, you know, it takes no prisoners. And I think that there's not anyone who can just fly under the radar, oh, they're in this circumstance so they'll be
2: fine. And sometimes when you <clears throat> are in the stereotypically perfect, you know, scenario, you feel even worse yeah because you think i've got absolutely no reason to not be enjoying yes. this. Mm. this is meant to be perfect to the outside world this should be perfect yeah. and then when it's not it can be it can be so much worse yeah absolutely scary
3: yeah it is scary. And, and i guess being aware of what you've gone through in your previous pregnancies and obviously the aftermath afterwards how are you feeling about this labor and what will happen after that
1: i'm under no false pretense that I do not enjoy labour. You know, like, there's some women who <laughs> really love it and yeah. love being yeah. those, like, super... Nadia. Incredible. Nadia. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We loved her Every birth Every time she talks about, about birth, birth. <laughs> she is... Just honestly, she's, I'm in awe of her. She talks about it like she's having a holiday in Disneyland, whereas whenever I talk about birth, people are like, oh, I might never have kids I again. Know. <laughs> so we're the total opposites of each other. So And I respect that. Everyone's got a different opinion and everyone yeah. handles things differently, takes things differently and has different experiences. But I am not looking forward to giving birth. I can't wait to meet my baby and I cannot wait to have you know our family expanding I can't wait for all of those things but labour no I'm not <laughs> excited about it so you... what are you
2: going to do are going to take all the drugs or yeah
1: if I can last time so when I had Zach, I tried to do it in the water <laughs> Ridiculously silly I hated the water Oh my god it was oh like too First of all I was like can we have it a bit hotter But they I would not did. make it hotter Because they said it was dangerous Oh, oh, oh
3: Joe's oh, Don't get oh. crash our <laughs> podcast <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello
1: everyone Hello, Hello. Um, arrived everyone
3: <laughs> <laughs> It's like a whirlwind and
1: tornado And mummy's here my And mom's here.
3: Stacey's mum's arrived Hello, Hello. Aww. We've just been hearing about What an absolute legend you are And also, if you'd like to come around and help me at my house, that would (laughs) be so
2: nice. Where So you didn't
3: like
1: the water? No, I didn't like the water because I like a a hot bath. Yeah. And they make it almost like, you know when you go in the swimming pool and there's a baby pool and a normal pool? Yeah. It's like the normal pool. Yeah. Which is terrible. My kids always want to go in the big pool. And I'm like, no, let's just stay in the baby pool. It's all lovely and warm. Yeah. You know why it's so lovely and warm, though?
3: All the wee-wees. no, it is can't that be. It, it has either. to
1: be that they make it no. a it's certain warmer amount
2: of degrees. Warmer. I mean, I understand it's probably loads more bacteria because it is warmer. In no, they their put own more stuff.
1: chlorine in, though, they, they must, do. They? Oh, yeah, oh, they must and to do. Believe you, me, if my kids wanted to wee in the pool, they wouldn't discriminate between the baby pool, no. and the pool. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So it's That's
3: probably so true. Maybe it's more. We, we all
1: started is. in the water because I got in as well and then got out. And you, yeah, I got in with Zach, got out, that was the worst And then they rushed me to hospital, yeah, in the water So it was awful won't do that again. Then with Layton, they broke my waters on my due date because I was dilated, but no real labour. Um, and then two hours later, he came, so I didn't have a chance to have any drugs otherwise. <laughs> I would have had them all. Um, so this time, they would go for your birth plan with you, and I was like, no plans. <laughs> All the drugs, tick. Yeah. If I need help, tick. Yeah. If I well don't done. need help, tick. You know, yeah. I was just like, I, I want it completely open. I've never seen the benefit personally to, for having a birthing plan because it just hasn't worked out that way for me. It could be the perfect birth. It could be a difficult birth. It could be who blooming well knows. So there's no I sometimes
2: think you have a better birth if you go into it like that.
1: Yeah, going blind. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> then you've got no
2: expectation. Well, what I'll be happens, Well, i important happens. to do your
1: research because, like, the first time I felt completely... Completely underprepared. The second time I felt like, oh, I've got a bit of chutzpah behind me. Like, for example, I will say what I want. Whereas the first time I kind of just went, do whatever you want to me because I have no idea what's happening right now. And I don't think that's always. I feel like you, if you have a bit more information and insight, you can be a bit more in control yeah. about what you want and what your body needs. I agree with you. um But I just don't see, I don't see personally the point in me planning a birth because i i don't think that nature works that way what's your pain threshold like my pain threshold is fine but yeah it's awful i hate it it's just awful like i keep getting braxton hicks and i'm like oh here we go (laughs) what a waste of of time yeah what a waste of time i was on the monitor the other day because they have to check you now um and she was like are you feeling those they're at 120 and i was like yeah these are a waste of time contractions trust me (laughs) i will know when something's happening down there what's joe gonna be like as a birthing partner i think He'll be great as long as he stays at my face end. He's not very good with blood or... Yeah. But then my face end will probably be puking up anyway. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I think he's going to struggle. I think that he's really excited. He's an incredible person. He'll do anything that I need. You know, if there's any... At any point, if I need anything or if he's worried, he'll be the first person there. But I don't think he will enjoy... The trauma of it all Do you know Mm. what I mean Because it's Mm. not pretty Is it I mean maybe for some people It is For me All I remember last time Was having a Nando's And then the next day Throwing up the Nando's You can see bits of olives Everywhere oh, like, it was, But like, the gas and air Made me I so know, sick I, mean. I was throwing up everywhere Then your plug comes out And that's not pretty is it Then your waters go everywhere I mean like It's not beautiful I remember at the end Just looking around the floor What's happened <laughs> Somebody get a mom. Oh my god
3: You wait till I tell you this I can't believe I'm going to Fess up to this I just can't believe I'm saying this But I am My second birth to Kit I'd had my epidural and I was in this really zen place. Obviously, at that point, there's no pain, there's no feeling, there's no nothing. And I was like that.
0: Ah.
3: <laughs> and Dozer was in the room, and they were like, "Right, it's time to start pushing. Baby's coming, da, da, da. And I was like, "Oh god, my god, amazing, amazing!" I pushed, and then I was like, "Oh, I don't feel like I want to push. I actually feel really tired." And I was like, "Oh my god, my labor's slowing up." And then I was like, "What is that smell?" <gasps> and I said. I looked at Dozer, and I was like, "Have you farted?" And he was like. Yes, I have farted. And I was like, how can you fart during my labour? I was like, that's disgusting. So and he selfish. was like Okay, well, try not to worry about it. And I remember looking down at this point and there were people sort of wiping up. And then the next day
2: I, I had, had it and
3: I was like, I can't believe you farted during during my labour and he was like no, no, you you pooed yourself. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, no, you're joking. Uh-huh. But you're, he was like, but I took it for the team, and everything was fine, and now no one <laughs> will know. Why did he confess? <laughs> he shouldn't have <laughs> kept that.
1: <My laughs> I feel
2: like they, do, they don't They do tell you if you do.
1: I feel no, like... They no, don't, they don't, but yeah. I, I would say I probably pooed on both my heads. Zach pooed on me on his way out. Which oh, God, yeah, really? Yeah, like this, they call it something. I it's know. like this black, weird stuff all coming McCone, out yeah. Yeah. yeah so we had to stay in for extra days because of that yeah because he was so stressed by the end of it all that he just pooed all all the way out i mean i think it's they don't call it a labor for nothing exactly it, 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 it is you know it, i mean it,
3: labor isn't strong enough word. it's not really what would, what would we call it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> serious trauma. no it, look some people have amazing births and yeah, i think that yeah. some people
1: really 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 enjoy it oh, they and like love you said it. honestly i do have a lot of friends nadia being one of them but a lot of friends who just love it they feel like you know superhuman Ma- these women who can just sort of yeah. like push More it out fun. and push it out and yeah. pull it out with yeah. their hands, with their bare hands. I'll tell like, you who did that. Um As um, um, you
3: know, example, um the singer example. Oh yeah. His wife Erin. Oh she yeah, she did. standing up and she pushed oh, and incredible. they said, grab hold of your baby and she went, mm-hmm. and she was like, it was like a scene from The Lion King oh. where she was presenting her baby and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like back in the gym the next day and it was like, well, that was not my experience. Yeah, no, but it might be that's like beyond, reality though,
1: you just, isn't it? Everyone's so confused. Completely different. And I do think that no two births are the same and you've just got to, if you get all the information from everyone, then you can go, oh, mine might be a little bit like A to Z. And that's it. Rather than yeah. expecting it to be like magical or expecting it to be horrendous, mm. you can take what you need. Do you know what I mean? You need a yeah. range of examples,
3: I think. exactly. They you, should
1: do like a labour book.
3: They a should. A birthing book.
2: <laughs> of all 101
3: different- labour. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that can be our, our first book, <laughs> There we go. <laughs> um, how do you... In- joe communicate so for example let's say if there is you know if you are going through some stuff after baby comes mentally do you think you guys are going to be open (laughs) enough to be able to talk about it
1: and yeah i've already i've already spoke with joe about how i might feel afterwards because i have been a little bit more anxious and sometimes a bit down during this pregnancy i've said to him that you know there is a possibility that i'm not going to feel great after i give birth and so we have both Come to the agreement that we have our family around as much as possible, and everyone checks in and make sure that everything's okay. And also, the NHS do a really amazing service now where they look after postnatal and prenatal mental health. So I've been checking in with them throughout the whole pregnancy because I just think it's really important. I don't want to be in a position when I had Zach. I didn't know what I was going through, and it meant I couldn't really talk about it. And I just bet it was in you know getting inside myself and and really struggling internally and i didn't know what to do with it whereas when you speak to lots of people and you try and build a, a little support network around yourself yeah. you can almost have a buffer for if and when you need it and i think that's what i've tried to do with this one definitely mm-hmm. is have that community of people my mom my dad joe's mom um his sisters my sister and then obviously the nhs there in case it does happen yeah
2: so if um any new mums are listening to this and they are struggling and obviously i didn't know that the nhs are, do- are supporting yeah. people i mean i know that you can go to your doctor and stuff but so do you go to your midwife or yeah. your health visitor so
1: i probably flagged up with my midwife that i was not feeling great halfway through probably about 22 weeks i would say and i said that i was at then pre-empting that I was going to have postnatal depression and Mm. she was like it doesn't mean that it you know the way your hormones are do not determine how they're going to be after the birth but we do have programs in place and they have different people you can go and see to talk to your to talk about how you're feeling with and then they almost get like a record throughout your pregnancy of how you've been feeling Mm. so if afterwards you revert back to or get worse or get better or whatever they can really manage it In a proper way, Um, so yeah, they've been fantastic. Oh, Joe's back in the the room, by the way, everyone. Yeah, he's back. (laughs) I'll try and find my notes to find out exactly what the because it's a it's a um, that'd be good. It's a
3: program. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's incredible. I I literally didn't know about that. Did you? No, not at all. I mean, I know the NHS
3: are doing a lot, uh, you know, around mental health because it is having its voice at the moment. Yes, how fantastic is that? But that would be great to to maternal
1: mental health is a big thing as well, and I think that you know just. Even just to have some kind of maternal mental health support system... Yeah, absolutely. ...is really imperative, and they are doing that, definitely. And it's not, you know, I go... I'm at my local hospital, I had both my babies out, so, well they've sister hospitals but I have my, both my babies there it's not because of I'm going somewhere special or I'm
2: anywhere yeah. different
1: it's just what they offer a standard yeah. practice that's
3: amazing that that's amazing. amazing now can we talk about the age gap because you you know we we, we briefly touched on it but
1: you what happened not to between-
3: <laughs> jo, can yeah, you come yeah, and sit here
1: no the age gap between <laughs> my, my kids oh, you yeah. narcissist just, just a I'm <laughs> he's literally like I'm just gonna
3: tiptoe <laughs> around crap <laughs> <laughs> Joe's just fresh freshly back from the gym yeah I'm gonna go it's for- a hard life <laughs> it was a hard
2: class okay?
3: bye <laughs> Joe um not the age gap between you and Joe <laughs> no <laughs> the, the age gap between uh, between your kids you're obviously about to get into the mix so um what are your kind of biggest concerns and how have you been preparing for the
1: sleepless nights and the, and the nappies? So, I am honestly overwhelmed by how technology has come in the last seven years. Yeah. I have a breast pump that goes into my... He's kidding me. Oh my God. I mean... I'm going to go down
0: a shower now. I forgot the milk. All right, see you later. Surprise. Thanks,
1: Bob. I have a breast pump that fits into each um, bra without any wires, and it's silent, so I can walk around expressing all day. What is this breast pump pump called? Uh, It's an EV. Oh, Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I'm rubbish with names. (laughs) But I'm so excited to express all day and feed, obviously, and then give my express milk to Joe over nighttime (laughs) and sleep. I haven't slept for months. Like, I genuinely have not slept in this pregnancy. I've been... Up at like three, four in the morning, just thinking, what else do I need to do? Where do I need to go? So I can't wait to face plant my bed, sleep on my mm. tummy. Oh, again. yeah, I can't yeah. wait. For that. Oh, I just can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to try and express, obviously, the first few days, I'll give baby my colostrum and get into a routine and whatever. And then I'll, me and Joe have said that, like, for a week, I would love him to do the night feeds, yeah. maybe two. Oh, free. So you can just get, you can just kind of try and recover yeah. a bit. Like you just, obviously have just gone through the labor. Yeah, I think, but childbirth is a trauma. And not, in, not necessarily that, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I think that your body goes through so blooming much and has to, you know, achieve something that you can't even contemplate so much changes you need to sleep afterwards yeah so to be able to 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 if i'm lucky enough please god i've got enough milk to express to give to joe to do the night feeds if not then i'll probably just give formula overnight just so i can get a yeah, few so days because
2: that's so important as well isn't it like actually looking after yourself too yeah
1: otherwise what you say I if i'm absolutely exhausted yeah. and you know i've I've given birth twice now and I know how it feels afterwards and how tiring it can be and I just don't want to... I want to be my best self and luckily I've got a really supportive partner who mm. is willing to help me with that and and yeah... I think that's a really good
2: idea. Yeah, and you've your lovely so, boys, you can make you toast.
1: Exactly. Do you know what? They are really they are really good, the boys. I know that as well when, when baby comes, they'll want to get involved. I probably won't even be able, I won't get a look in. I've been carrying this around, growing it for nine months, and I won't get a look in at being able to Are you going to teach them to change nappies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll want to do it though. Of course they're, they their will. are little boys. So they're like, oh, let me have a go. I don't think they'll want to do poos. I really don't. No. Unless it's the yellow sandy ones that don't smell so bad. <laughs> Oh you know when the like, change of colours yeah the, poos. yeah, the rainbow poos maybe the black one the first one that doesn't smell No it doesn't but no. it does look a bit like marmite you have to I be prepared for that I remember
3: calling my midwife going it's black and sticky she was like no that's normal and I was like okay should have should have probably been more awake during that class yeah um what about work um, so have you got a plan about how long you're going to take
1: off when you it's want to really go back to work It's really funny because stuff. people always ask women, don't they, when they're going to go back to work, but not once have I ever heard Joe do one interview where they go, so how long are you taking off with your baby and when are you going to go back to work? They don't even ask. It's just this like... I will take what I need to recover what my body needs to recover but I love my job Mm. I love doing what I do we're both self-employed so we take work as it comes anyway I might not even get offered any (laughs) you know like that is the genuine reality of it I might not have any work after (laughs) a baby so you just got to take it as it comes I haven't got any set plans of like oh I'm having six months off you know I'm this that and the other I'm just going to do whatever we need to do to pay the mortgage but also like I said I love what I do
2: yeah. and I'll
3: miss it and I think it's important also to highlight that as freelancers we don't get maternity pay no you know I didn't I, when I with Kit and Luna there was no maternity cover coming from any, anywhere
1: no exactly. so it's kind of like you've
3: got to get back to it whenever you feel ready I think we always promote this across Made by Mamas so that this, this is a personal choice about how you feel when you're ready to get back yeah. into the mix when
1: you want to do how much you want to do you know that's absolutely, what it is absolutely exactly that's what I um, I feel so privileged because I can I can go back when I'm ready. So if I have had a traumatic birth or something is you know, and I don't feel or my mental health isn't where I need it to be, I even though I'm self-employed, I can go back when I need to and I think that for a lot of people you go back when you have to go back Yeah, you know and I think that's really difficult when I had Zachary my college started in September and no matter what state of mind I was in or what um, you know you had to go back health, I had to go back mm-hmm. otherwise I wouldn't complete my course and I wouldn't be able to go to university or get the jobs that I wanted to get and, and at the same time to pay for my college fees, I had to get a job. Mm. Well, not, I already had one, but I had to go back to work. There wasn't a choice. Yeah. I think for most people, there isn't a choice. No, most parents not. have yeah. to just go back to work. Yeah, absolutely. Life. We all
3: need to pay the mortgage, pay the rent. It's, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's a challenging time and you've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could sit and chat to you all. day. No. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: well, we want, what we really want to do kind of finish up with it as we do in every podcast chat that we do is talk about our favorite products so obviously this episode is about pregnancy and mental health um are there any particular products that you have been using throughout your pregnancy that we need to know about
1: okay so the products that have got me through this pregnancy so far are iron <laughs> <laughs> i spent a lot of my pregnancy asleep and <laughs> suddenly realized i needed a real boost in iron so, so you take like iron my- tablets yeah i take these preg- pregaday or pregnicare or whatever they're called um two of them every single day because i cannot function without my iron levels so low but that has changed my life because <laughs> i think it's important as well to highlight that you might not realize that that's what's going no. on you know
3: fatigue during pregnancy is quite normal but if there is a, is there yeah. something else going on there check it out
1: yeah and they do 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 routine blood did they tell you after yeah blood they told tests? me yeah. but then up until that point I think up until your 20 weeks you don't get or 24 weeks you don't get a blood test mm-hmm. so up until that point I was just like what is wrong with me yeah. why can't I open my eyes <laughs> it was like it was like having jet lag but all the time Joe would start speaking and my eyes would just go and he was like he thought I had the ump with you. <laughs> <laughs> he's that boring he, oh. he <laughs> said to me I thought you just fell out of love with me because oh, every time no. I spoke to you you fell asleep <laughs> I was like no I was trying so hard to be awake um, and what else? I'm so excited about the breast pump the silent wireless breast pump yes and but what has really got me have you pregnancy? used any creams or oils for
3: stretch marks or any face masks or any kind of hair, anything kind of beauty wise that's made you feel good
1: um, when my hormones come in, as much as it messes with my mental health, I do think it helps my skin a lot. So it's like that fine line between happy about the skin, sad about the depression. I mean, you do look bloody. Yeah, yes, well, that's the sweat also, because I'm very hot. All the but your time. skin is
2: completely clear. Yeah. 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 I mean,
1: usually I get spots all over my cheeks. Yeah. Um, yeah every month. You can see the scars. Um, from where I've had them, um, so yeah, the, it's done the world of good for my skin. So I haven't used anything extra on my Are you face, interfacials or massages. Or yeah, I love them. Do I don't have time to get them most of the time, but mm. I do always. I cleanse, tone, moisturise every night and wash my face because I never used to. And do you have a particular um, brand that you love using? Uh, there's a there's one brand that I use. Your good skin because it's really cheap and it works. Um, and then is that from Boots? Yeah, good skin? It's yeah. Like they're, it's like it's like one of their own brand ones. It is really nice. And then if I'm like having a treat, I'll get like a Clarin's cream or something, do you yeah. know, but yeah. I wouldn't go for that every day. Yeah. I mean Can't it is want a treat. It. <laughs> I know it's
3: so expensive. Some of these creams, it's like buy this cream, it's
1: oh, 90 damn. pounds. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll it's just
3: grow up oh, gracefully. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll
1: take the smile line and go on
3: holiday at the end of the year. I use simple from boots and people ask me what my sort of diehard products are. Simple so yeah. simple products from Bo-
1: Boots. But it's like makeup oh, as well. I'm terrible. I I love the like collection two thousand and all them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, toothpaste. The lip glosses are amazing. They're, so, yeah. they're the same thing. I, mean, I remember getting Miss Sporty when I was a kid. Do you remember? Yeah. It was so much cheaper, but it did exactly the same as everything else. You can get some That's really good the products. on one of
2: that I'm so worried about going on maternity leave because in my job, I do like beauty marketing. Oh, yeah. So I get given such expensive products. <gasps> it's like a face cream I'm using at the moment, it's like 400 quid. Oh, and my, God. my husband said to me what the other day, gold? Gee, get me some. No, I can't. It for myself oh. um and my husband's like oh your skin looks really good at the moment i'm like don't say that don't say that <laughs> it won't be the cream surely not it's the pregnancy but i'm worried that's my what's my maternity leave fear is that i'm gonna have to go and buy products again oh. yeah but
1: wow. do, just go and buy some nice high street yeah. ones and i will yeah. Taste yeah. yeah and you'll be
3: all right yeah. i always talk about how pharrell williams you know the singer he yes. looks unbelievable he's like 50 and his skin is flawless and he did this interview amazing. the other day going um what i do is just wash my face with water cold water every night and exfoliate the shit out of it that's what he said oh He's does like, it yeah he was like, that's all i use He was like nothing else and his skin i mean his, it's amazing. It yeah. amazing yeah i think sometimes we can get all caught up in i do think products.
1: genetics has a massive of course it does, does. Right. That's it well. the Sleep thing.
3: water yeah happiness exactly yeah. loads of
1: sex yeah. So, yeah and not living in the city i mean there's so many things good yeah. food what you eat everything i don't know if sex would help my skin oh yeah yeah. Sex gives you the glow No oh, Again the sweaty glow Oh right like, oh, <laughs> Plus your mother's is in the room, So we
3: won't talk about it too much <laughs> It's Zoe's yeah. so favourite subject I yeah, just have to we... get
2: into every episode I oh, have we... waited the
1: whole podcast Before
3: I've talked yeah, about sex Yeah I'm
2: pretty impressed actually it's Yeah like, I enjoy supporting. talking about it Well him. good for you yeah. I'm,
1: I'm not much interested in it To be honest but <laughs> have you not, not this pregnancy no, Not right now no. anyway To be honest I'm like that most of the time <laughs> But I don't even know How I got pregnant Oh no i <laughs> just looked at you Jo genuinely was like you're joking, right? <laughs> this is, uh, we this is like this is impossible.
2: Immaculate <laughs> that? conception. That's <laughs> no, just
1: But we both really, be- it's not like you know. Neither of us, minds. We're both super busy. Also, right now, he even he's like, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't fancy it. <laughs> yeah. Not right
3: now, babe. But yeah. you know When the baby's out And you're back in your flow You go on a nice date you night know, Who knows oh what's going to happen Oh my gosh
1: That'll take a good year For my vaginas to recover Oh Stacey Imagine have I've just pushed a human out oh, of there. I know I don't really want anything Going back in Well fine We'll just leave it there then <laughs> Nothing's going back in Nothing's coming out uh, Stacey
3: thank you so much For being oh, so thank honest Thank you for having me you're I loved just it one of our favourite humans no, We're so happy to have you No I love you so much
2: Thank you for having me
3: can we please be mates with her forever?
2: Oh, she's so nice. Just She's one of those people who you just feel like you've known for years. You can just chat away to. I, I loved everything about her. The way she welcomed us into her home. The way she spoke so honestly about
3: her postnatal depression the first time round. I, I just, yeah, I, I think she's a real
2: inspiration for
3: for, for for mums.
2: She really is. She's so open. She's so warm. Yep. She's so honest. Yeah. Just lo- a lovely, genuinely lovely girl. Yeah, and also, she just was like in a pink hoodie and some <laughs> cycling shorts, and she just looked incredible. <laughs> she did. Her skin was glowing. Yeah, it was, Her
3: skin was flawless, actually. <laughs> my favourite thing about the podcast was when she spoke about Jo ordering those shelves online, and they came in <laughs> the wrong size. Shelves for elves. <laughs> yeah, shelves for elves. <laughs>
2: I'm going to be measuring everything in future. Um, Um, so so yeah so as with every episode we're going to finish off talking about our five favourite products Um, as we've just been talking about pregnancy and I'm in the midst of pregnancy now I think we should round up by talking about our five favourite pregnancy products
3: yeah so obviously it's been a a year for me but one of the things that saved me during my pregnancy because I had really bad issues with my temperature I was getting super hot all the time have you experienced that? oh my gosh don't yeah absolutely boiling so what (laughs) saved me was having um, it's called a swell bottle. Have you heard of these, G? Yes, I love them. They're like keep well, like thermos flasks. I was going to say keep cold but <laughs> they're a bottle. They're a thermos flask. They keep water really, really cold. You can get them on Amazon, and I just had one in my handbag the whole time, and it, it just yeah, it was it was it rescued me. Fab
2: and good to take to the hospital too. Yeah, and really good labour. for the planet. Yeah, yeah. Um, something else which I've been treating myself to this pregnancy is LMS pregnancy massages. Oh yeah, it's been I've I've been having one every couple of weeks and it's really made a difference. Do you think? Absolutely, like aches and pains, I definitely haven't had as many aches and pains in my back or anything this time and also, who doesn't need an hour to their sales? I think it's really important to take that time out and do it. Yeah and the products are lovely that they put on your skin, so mm, gorgeous. Lovely. Um,
3: I am kind of really Swooning over the REN products at the moment. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, I mean, I'm such a moisturiser whore. Anyway, like I just my whole cupboard. My my husband's like, why do you need so many moisturisers? Like, I do. I want them all over my skin. <laughs> um, there is one in particular from REN which is called um, Moroccan Reesh. I think it's called. Oh, nice. And it's got Moroccan rose oil in it, and it's just yeah, it's wonderful. Really, really moisturising. Not greasy. It smells delicious. Lovely. It is a bit expensive. It's 37 quid
2: for a pot, but it's lasting and lasting and lasting yeah it's worth it i've actually been using a different um stretch mark oil cream this time round. i've been using the cow shed utterly gorgeous stretch mark cream and nice. um, a friend bought it for me for my baby shower and i absolutely love it where have you been putting it all over my tummy yeah. boobs bum back is it do made you know, a difference just, do you think um, well, so far, so good. Yeah. I don't want to
3: don't want to jinx it. Well, you did put that photograph of up up of you in that in the pool in Portugal, and you looked ridiculous. <laughs> Perfect skin. Thank um, you. What was that? Um, pregnancy pillow That you're using This time oh, around The one that I came around yes. And had a snooze On your sofa with The other day
2: <laughs> It's called A dream genie I really love it It's, it's not so bulky As some of the others okay. um, Which has been great Like if I've been Staying at staying at a hotel Or staying somewhere else It's, just, it's really good um, Yeah I mean It's brilliant it goes in the middle Of your legs And then just Supports your bump Okay, are you going to miss John it? Lewis? Are you going to miss it when the bump's gone? Oh, my husband will have it, definitely. It's
3: the same thing from a dozer. Dozer was like, I'll be taking that. Yeah. No, you won't. You hug me, not the pillow. Um, listen, thank you so much. That rounds off this week's podcast. Uh, as always, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and spread the word. Uh, you can also contact us at Made by Mummers on our Instagram and mine at Zoe Harbin. And we would love a little five star review from you. Please. Yes, please. And any feedback, obviously much appreciated. We'll see you next week.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? yahoofinance.com.